0: So, I got a house it's overfinanced by a meth head who had cancer, double homicide suicide, who's haunting the property. What do I have to disclose? None of it. That's, That's what, what we're, we're talking about today. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender help buyers, sellers, and real estate professionals to understand the ins and outs of real estate. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I'm Tyler Kazer, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender.
2: Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent.
1: And today we're gonna to be talking about uh, seller disclosures. We're talking about REPSI, uh, the Utah Real Estate Purchase Contract Section 7, and there's also a special document. Mm-hmm. The seller disclosures. The seller disclosures. Pretty exciting. exciting. So we're going to start with a story. It's it's story time by Eric. So um, Eric just got back from an exciting adventure, and we want to hear a little about your adventure, Eric.
0: Biohazard
1: cleanup.
2: Yes. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, I just got back uh, from basically what's going to be an estate sale. The individual died in the home as well, old age. Uh, we don't know what happened, but he died in the home. Uh, and he wasn't discovered for quite a while. Um,
0: hmm.
2: And so it wasn't exactly the the best situation.
0: They yeah. ID'd him from his dental records because he was a pile of mush. <laughs> That's how long he was dead.
2: Yeah, oh, I was trying to be a little bit more polite. <laughs> but yes, nice. so with that, we went through uh, with The heirs. I went through the heirs with the heirs to the house. We went through the house. We had to uh, coordinate uh, biohazard cleanup of the home. We had to coordinate uh, junk cleanup. We had to go through the home to find records. Uh, So there was a lot of stuff going that had to get fall into place in order for us to list this home because it is going on the market here um, quite soon, and we needed to make sure we still get top dollar for it and. We had to do our our job as sellers to to do this. But one of the questions that was asked uh, by my clients of going, well, do I? How do I make this so nobody knows that somebody died in here?
0: Well, and then this was in a different state. But let's talk about this as if it was Utah.
2: Yes. What do you guys think? Should you? Should you not? Because let's just say after everything was done, there's a decent hole cut out of the floor (laughs) because this is like
0: if when you have a plumbing problem because it
2: was a wood floor and so stuff had gone through the wood floor and into the subfloor
0: so they removed the biohazard Mm -hmm. but they're not
1: a restoration company Yeah, there's still a big hole in the floor
2: yes and so the question was asked well do we hire a contractor to come in and repair all of that do we leave the plywood that's over the hole just nailed down and leave that as it sits, what did do you we end up sell deciding? the house? And so the the information that I gave is said. Well, look, let's look at the entire picture of this home. What is the value of this home as it sits currently? What is the value of an an ARV, your after yeah. repair value? Right. What are we doing? Is it worth putting a hundred grand into this home? Well, 150? and then when was
0: the home? updated last i mean because it wouldn't be like so the home on on
2: this particular one it's been about 30 years okay
0: so you're gonna remodel the whole thing
2: exactly so what where do you now here here's the the really interesting point it was in a very precise area of this town that is worth a lot of money yeah
1: very high demand
2: very high demand we feel that this property is going to sell for a top dollar and they're going to come in and bulldoze the home. What, <laughs> is what, we, what we actually feel from the information that we have. So that came to lead the belief of, do we mm-hmm. repair this home to the point that somebody could come live in it and do like an owner occupied fixer upper? Because it still is a good home. Like the, no. the current yeah. or the previous owner tenant, resident, uh, just had a whole home put or a whole roof put on uh, last year, like down mm-hmm. to the sheathing, new soffits, new everything. They put a, a chunk of money into this place. So I mean, the bones of the house are pretty good, but yeah. once again, do you go and put a hundred thousand into repairing this, replacing all the wood floor to match to go through and update it, paint it, clean it, remove some smells, you know, stuff like that and try to get higher than that, or do we leave the hole in the floor cut out, and we just say, we don't know what happened so there. Bulldoze
0: it. <laughs>
2: well, that's what and, i was thinking, And that's no the question. Idea. Like, do you have to disclose that there was a death in the home? She asked me that point blank.
0: So, right off the get-go, you don't have to go around advertising, dude died. Yeah. But, if they ask, hey, we noticed there's a hole in the floor. Why?
2: And we can't lie to them and say, well, we were going, we were doing yeah. investigative.
0: We removed a stain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we removed a stain. Yeah.
0: Well, that's true, but that's not the whole truth. Yeah. yeah. So if they ask, like, did a guy die? Same thing with, like, meth, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cooked meth there. Had a great time. Made some money. Had to work my life. Changed things around. Got the house cleaned. There you go. Don't have to say anything. But if they ask, did you yeah. cook meth?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. the uh, The interesting thing about this is if this is called stigmatized property, and stigmatized property. Let's just like let's put a definition out there, right? Yeah. It has to do with murder, death. Uh, suicide, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, no, even de- even death by, by natural causes, non communicable disease. Like there may be a stigma there. Like oh, this person had cancer. Like yeah, you you're probably not going to get that cancer if you came walking into the house. But there may be a stigma attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, felonious activity. So any kind of criminal activity um, that's happening in the property. Maybe bank robbers live there. You know, another big one is public intrigue. Like what if it was the movie set for some amazing blockbuster movie? Like do you have to disclose that? Um, all of these are, are stigmas. The big one in Utah is is meth, right? And there is actually a line in here, and we'll, we'll touch on this a little bit more. On the
0: disclosures
1: themselves. Yeah, but uh, the, the rule is current contamination. Like, is it currently contaminated from the, from cooking or use of meth, mm-hmm. right? And if the answer to that is no, Then you don't have to disclose anything. Like if you've had it cleaned up as a seller, yeah, right. The other one is, and we ran into this. We've talked about it a couple of times, Eric and I, during a couple of different uh, episodes. um, We had a seller where there was a suspicion that meth may have been used, but there was no direct knowledge. Well, that's the other
0: thing. Like you can have your the neighbor come up and say, "Hey, this happened there," or whatever. But like if you don't know, you can't say it. Yeah, like this is, and so this comes into question with like rental properties, like on the
1: seller disclosures. Like, did you live here? Do you know? Yeah, and it, and if you do know about something, you know, then it needs to be as far as like meth or something like that. That yeah. needs to be disclosed. the
0: non-stigmatized stuff, right? And,
1: and I mean, there's several pages
0: of. Here's the here's the condition of the property. like And it's not just like for mold or water damage. It's not, is it currently, it's like, was there ever? Right. And then what did you do to fix it? Right. So it's really good to say like, yeah, the swamp cooler leaked, it destroyed our attic, the ceiling collapsed, it ruined the floor below it. And then we remodeled and removed the AC and now, or the swamp cooler now have AC, right? Yeah. Like you have to say that. <clears throat> so, but that's just one, that's just the first 7.8. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well and that's to come back to that, that is what typically all that is thought about in the <laughs> yeah, sellers disclosures. Yeah. We, we have seven point A all the way to seven L. The set of documents so right here. Yeah. There, there's, there's there's another there's a number of things that are in sellers disclosures, but we see time and time again only this form, sellers' disclosures. Mm-hmm. is all that is ever... That's the magical form and includes everything, right, that is, Eric? Yeah, that is either considered or even thought of and as there's two sides of that because the seller is still liable for all of these other things even if they only disclose this stuff. And yeah. you're still liable as a seller for these things if it pertains
0: to yeah. you. So like lead-based paint, if the home was built before 1978, you got to say like... We know there's lead-based paint, or there yeah. may be lead-based paint, because they knew about the dangers of lead-based paint from before 78, but it took a little while for them to care enough to take it off the market, yes. and then two years to make sure that it was gone, so.
2: Yeah. Well, and this one is is an interesting one where I, I I think a lot of people don't realize this. J, written notice of any claims or conditions known to the seller relating to environmental problems. Okay. Then it continues, and building or zoning code violations. Yeah. So. So,
1: if you built your back porch or built, you know, your shed or, or finished your basement on your own,
2: <laughs> and you didn't have a permit to do it, uh, technically you're you're in violation. Yeah. And if you don't disclose, I mean, if you did it, that's fine. Just say that you did it. You did it yourself. Right. And leave it at that. If the buyer wants to proceed and go forward, then that's there. But if you don't disclose these things, and then a uh, situation happens six months later, a year later, and the buyer comes back and goes, "Hey, you never got a permit to do all this."
0: Very liable. Or,
2: and you didn't say, and you didn't do anything. Yeah. The CC&Rs
0: an are like one of my big pet peeves oh, because, yes. like, I have a property in an HOA, and they just re barely did it. So there were CC&Rs recorded in the early two thousands, and then an amendment and amendment. And now a whole new CCNR the, the new documents. Yeah, they're all redone. So if you get online because they're public record, you'll find all the old stuff and not the new stuff because yes, it's not there yet. <clears throat> so it's the obligation of the sellers to say, "Hey, like you can't park on the streets. You can only have so many vehicles at your home. Your home has to be pink." Like <laughs> this you, may be a deal breaker, but like as a seller, you got to disclose this and and do it up front. Yeah. Just like the title report, you know?
2: Well, and and we, the way that I always talk about it to the sellers, because sometimes, I mean, this seller's disclosures page, I mean, it's six pages long of questions that they get, they're going, well, I don't want to fill all this stuff out. I I don't know if I want to do all this. And I just ask them, like, look, wouldn't you want these documents if you were buying a home? I mean you're just trying to be honest up front with the guys and say, look, here's here's what I know about the home. They're trying to buy a home that could be half a million or more. I mean, who knows in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally how much information that can they dig up in just a week to two right. weeks? I mean, Jason can close here in 10 days now. So you have 10 days to, to gather everything. 15 years of information on the home. It's yeah. ridiculous. That's yeah. why this stuff's here. It's not to get them in trouble. It's to help the buyer. You're showing good faith of like, look, yeah. this is how the home is. This
1: is yeah. what's going on at my place. Speaking of helping the buyer, I mean, it's coming back to your uh, kind of pet peeve. CC&Rs are the responsibility of the seller to disclose. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not the responsibility of the buyer's agent, which to we are often out. saddled with, to go get the CCNRs, to go get the PR, to um, get the minutes a, and the budget. Yeah, the, the minutes. going to find that. You can't get that stuff. The seller has easy access or relatively easy access mm-hmm. to Easier. this material, and so it is the seller's requirement to make that information available to the buyer. Yes. Right not make the buyer go track it down. It's one of my personal pet peeves or too. Water rights and shares. Yeah, water rights and shares. These these pieces of information, a lot of times they are public information, like water rights and stuff, that's that's public. Um, but at the very least, the seller has much easier access to this than the buyer does. And they should, in my opinion, it's my plug here, good agents should put that, they should attach that information to the MLS. So, so it is out there.
0: What if, so like, The seller has a short-term booking. They're gonna rent the place out in a couple months. Oh, good. Um, What if you get to So like if you're buying this
2: as maybe an investment home that is...
0: You're gonna put long-term tenants in there.
2: Or short-term, you need to know.
0: And and this place is already uh, rented for a Mm -hmm. whole month in two months. The seller doesn't tell you until
1: closing. Can you get out of the
0: contract for this?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely can because in here we have. I'm going to go back to the. This is the real estate purchase contract, section seven. Um, the uh, copy of any long-term lease. This is seven F and G. F and G. Any long-term lease on the property or any short-term booking on the property. If they fail to disclose this, that is a failure on the obligation of the seller. It is a default of the contract. They or did they not did. disclose. But
2: look at. But go back up to the very first line. It says. Sellers' disclosures no later than the sellers' disclosures deadline referenced in Section Twenty Four
0: A. So you're under contract. The seller disclosures deadline is like actually sometimes non-existent.
2: Two three days maybe.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be really so, fast usually. And so the seller has updated CCNRs, mm-hmm. and they don't supply them.
1: When when can the buyer back out? Well, and I always, this is the rule of thumb that I give everybody. If it lands in front of a judge, how's the judge gonna interpret this, right? Which is hard to say, because
0: we're not a judge. Yeah, we're not judges,
1: Um, but the judge is gonna take everything as simply and as as transparently as possible. We know that. And if it looks like the seller was trying to withhold something, the judge is gonna pick up on that, sniff it out, and he's gonna penalize the, the
2: seller. Here's another thought. With right now, like in this current market, there's agents that are out there getting listings, whether they're door knocking, phone calling, something like that, saying that mm-hmm. they're super good and they can have this home listed right away, <clears throat> blah, 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 all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. And some might be great, but there's a lot out there that I know that have taken listings and then the next day it be on the market, mm-hmm. okay, and do this. Well, then they say they get an offer that day or the next day, okay, mm-hmm. and it moves, goes from listing to to under contract in, let's just say, three days,
0: Sure.
2: over the weekend.
0: And the due diligence deadline is? Well,
2: and let's just say this, the agent just got it, you know, from the time the agent spoke to the client to it's under contract, let's say it's four days, okay? Because I know of several listings that this has happened <laughs> yeah. currently. Uh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. The buyer put down 15,000 earnest money, which we've just done several times for buyers. Some uncommon. Okay, $15,000 earnest money, the seller is tied fifteen thousand dollars earnest money yes. they accepted it sellers disclosures is two days after that they didn't disclose they disclosed the seller the agent
0: didn't have time yes to get the request for title insurance or the title company to get it
2: back any of that stuff the buyer now goes past the sellers disclosures deadline into a due diligence or anything it's after that deadline and they go you know what? We went pulled this ourselves. We looked at the CC&Rs. I don't want my house pink. This is in the updated record. You guys never disclose yeah. this. You guys are in breach of contract. The seller Ouch. just lost $15,000. Yeah, because
1: the seller's now in default and the
2: seller must equal yeah. the yep.
1: buyer's earnest money.
2: And if the buyers choose to go <clears throat> after that, they have full right to do that.
0: It's where the contract's written. And I mean, that's it's right the here.
2: agent's job to do that, to protect the client. And so... I can guarantee you those clients are going to come after that agent for not doing their job. Guaranteed. On doing stuff. So hope they would. uh, This is still a a serious thing, guys, and that's the big thing that we wanted to
0: know. And it's such it's so frequently overlooked. Yeah. Seller disclosures. Yeah, we got you the six pages. Yeah, we got the
2: page. We we are we did that document.
0: What's crazy though is so the like the buyers pull their own. PR, their own title report, and there's like tons and tons of debt. There's a million dollars of debt on a $300,000 home. Actually, you don't even need to disclose that because it's stigmatized, right? right? Yeah. But anyway, but uh,
1: yeah, tons of stuff, pretty important. So what we learn today? Mm. Well, my key takeaway is that no matter you know, the, no matter what you come up with or what you are running into on the property, there's never an opportunity in real estate for someone to lie if they're point blanked on a question. Hmm. It's super important to have your ducks in a row before you list the property,
0: know who the owner is, know what debts are, know what happened in the property as best you can before you put that thing on the market.
2: Well, and remember that as a seller, That's your responsibility to make sure your agent is doing this because you're the one hiring them to do that. So ask those questions, and if they're not doing it, they're responsible for that. You're protected to a point.
1: Have you been to a house recently that was full of paranormal activity? Tell us about it in the comments below and then share this video with your friends. If you want to get in touch with us, Shoot us a text at 801 228 7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. Security Home Mortgage NMLS number is 178787. Jason Christiansen NMLS number is 240472. Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist and Tyler Cazare. All rights reserved.
0: What should we disclose? None of it. That's what we're talking about today. are <laughs> no, you're crooked. Sorry. All right.
1: Oh, I'm in general. I'm crooked. Yeah. <laughs> The table was out of place as well. I'm going to include that as a blooper. <laughs> just that. No, no context. <laughs>
0: just do You thought you wanted to date Jason. Good evening. And thank you. T- until next San time.
2: Diago. San Diego. Let's
1: get going. Are we gonna introduce ourselves? I noticed the last couple. Hey, times we should we didn't actually. Yeah, we should ourselves.
2: do you know, a proper open and stuff too. <laughs> hey,
1: when you guys start handing over to me, I just start running off with it. Yeah. Oh boy. How long
0: was that?